I'm Kim Grenolds at Dogman.com with Chris Fetters, Scott Eklund. Uh, it is Sunday afternoon. We are at Husky Stadium with the passing camp. Also with the news this morning that uh, Dylan Morris, one of the top-rated quarterbacks in the country from Graham Kapowson High School, class of 2019, has committed this morning. And uh, it looks as though that's going to solidify the quarterback position well down the road. Yeah, for, for the next two years, they've got their commitments. They've got uh, Jacob Sermon and Colson Yankoff for the 2018 class, now Dylan Morris for the 2019 class. There's some other really good 2019 quarterbacks who are looking at the University of Washington. JT Daniels, obviously Cale Millen's a local guy. There are a lot of 2019 guys who are very interested in Washington, but you know, Dylan Morris was a guy they offered relatively early in the process. They offered it on the same day he got his first offer from Nebraska, then Washington offered, then Washington State. Say what you want about Mike Leach, okay, weird dude, whatever. He knows quarterbacks. He knows how to get a lot out of quarterbacks. And I think if you're, if a kid gets an offer from Mike Leach, he knows that that kid's got a high football IQ. That's what Dylan Morris has. He's impressive. 6'1", about 190 pounds, 200 pounds, somewhere in that range. And um, I, has lit it up today like he always does in 7-on-7 seven seven stuff. His big proving ground, to me at least, is going to be his junior year. Does he take that step from his sophomore year where he took a little bit of a step back? to his junior year. And the one thing I've noticed about Dylan today is we've been following Dylan, what, since eighth grade? Mm-hmm. But he's starting to really fill out body-wise. Yeah, he's yeah he's kind of been on that, that progress, you know, from a from a size standpoint. And that's what you expect from a kid, you know, over, the, over those, you know, two or three years. So um, really like what I've seen from him this offseason. We'll see if it translates on the field. But definitely Washington made him a priority. They wanted to get him in the boat. He's the first one for the 2019 class, sets the tone. And now he'll go out and be a recruiter because he is a really gregarious guy who knows a lot of players. Give me a scouting report on Dylan Morris. Scott, you've seen him a lot. Yeah, um, he's a guy who can run around a little bit. He's got some 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 legs, but his his he's at his best in the pocket. That's what he does best. Distributes the ball. Um, I think where he ran into some problems last year was when he sat in the pocket and patted the ball too many times. I think that's where he ran into himself into some problems. He's got some good receivers down there at Graham Kapowson. He doesn't have the line that he had last year with Foster Sorrell, now graduated, uh, best left tackle in the country, um, gone to Stanford. Well, you know, he doesn't have that this year. I think he's going to be a little bit more mobile. I think you're going to see him roll out a little bit more, do a little bit more on the run. He's great throwing the ball on the run. He's good at reading defenses and things like that. I think that's really where you're going to see him excel. And Coach Pete, the two highest priorities in a quarterback, accuracy and decision-making. Talk about those two things with Dylan. Accuracy has been pretty good. It's, he's been working with Johnny DeRocher for a long time, and um, I think that's one. And it's always been one of his – great traits. His decision-making, I think, could be a little bit better, and I think we're going to see how that has improved. Obviously, look, I'm, I'm a guy for Scout.com, okay? I'm a guy from Dogman. I'm not getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to evaluate this kid and, and say, I think he can get it done. Just from what I've seen, I think his decision-making could improve more and more, and I think he would probably agree with that. Um, but I think... Um, once that improves, he's got the whole package, everything else. Let's and also remind people that there's he's got two years, two, years two full seasons to yeah, go. Yeah. So he's he's not he's nowhere near the finished article I, yet. And I don't, I'm not saying that he is. What I'm saying is is as a freshman, he was at this level, right. you know, this one level. As a sophomore, you expect, man, now that he's got a year under his belt as a starter at one of the best programs in the state, you expect him to take that other big leap. He didn't. He stayed about the same as from as a quarterback. 
Now, some of that could be the play calling that he got at Graham Kapowski, which is a pretty conservative offense. Um, they, they run the ball a lot. They run a lot of eye formation, which isn't the offense you see run a lot in high school football anymore. You see it more spread out and, and during seven-on-seven seven things like we see him here, you're going to see a lot more spread out, a lot more shotgun and things like that. So I think what I want to see is that next step from sophomore to junior year. I think he's got the capability of doing it. He just hasn't done it yet. Yeah, and I think that you could also say the same for Jacob Sermon, yeah, for instance. Exactly. I mean, here's a guy who's, who's going to be a three-year starter you know, starting this year for Bothell. And he really didn't progress probably in the manner in which mm-hmm. he thought after getting some big-time offers. Mm-hmm. But we expect him to obviously make a big jump this year and really lead Bothell to where they need to go. I think you're right. I think you can see that a little bit. But I, I don't think you should even panic, really, if you're a Washington mm-hmm. fan, if, if Dylan Morris just doesn't blow the doors off this year. Because, again, th- as you know, Scott, this is all about projecting. This is all about what is a quarterback going to be in two, three, four years down the road. Any comparisons to Dylan Morris? Does he remind you of anybody that you've seen in the past? Well, I, you know, I think uh, you could say that he looks a little bit like. Um, I mean, honestly, his game actually is a little bit like uh, Joey, um, who's the quarterback from Oregon, Joey Joey, Joey, Joey Harrington, a little bit because Joey could move around a little bit, but his he was a better leader. He was a good leader. He threw the ball. He got the ball out quickly and and made good decisions. I think Dylan's game. He isn't as tall or as big as Joey Morris or Joey um, Harrington. Sorry, Joey Harrington is, but. I think that their games are a little bit similar. He's about the same size as Jake Browning almost. That's, that's my little, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, a little I, bit shorter maybe. Yeah, maybe about an inch an shorter. Inch shorter. But, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, if you look at kind of a hybrid between a, a Jake Browning and a Kellen Moore and a guy who makes good decisions, who's pretty accurate, um, a guy that obviously has what you talked about, has got a high IQ and has nothing but upside in terms. Now, you know, physically, who knows if, how, how close he is to his ceiling physically. But we all know, and, and Kim, you pointed that out, the two things are accuracy and decision-making. They're not really too concerned about a lot of the physical intangibles as long as they're not a statue, as the, long as he can get around a little other, bit. The other thing we need to mention is he was offered by Fresno State, which has um, former right. Husky assistant Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Tedford there. Yeah. Uh, he got offered by Notre Dame. That's not, a, that's not something to laugh at. I mean, right. they know their quarterbacks back there. Um, and Oregon. He, Oregon offered as well, and they're, they're kind of that mixture. They want a guy who's a pocket guy, and they want a guy who's a – Who's a uh, athlete, uh, in, and they have that opportunity down there to kind of bring in different guys. So I think that's something to just consider. Is they see Dylan Morris as a guy. He was a national recruit for that. For and I, I think there were other schools, UCLA. I think was looking at him pretty hard and possibly going to offer as well. So keep an eye on that. He might see some more offers before it's all said and done. And from talking to somebody close to the situation, you know, it was basically coming down to three schools for Dylan, and that's Washington. Cal and um, Notre Dame. And if you take a look at all three of those schools, they're all really good academic schools. Mm-hmm. And I think academics is a big part of this as well. And being, you know, the talent that he is with the academics, he's definitely an OKG. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything to disagree with that. Yeah, I, think, I was going to say, I think the, the timing of it is only because, um, you know, Dylan, I think, had Washington right at the front from the start of this thing as soon as they offered. And then he got a chance to go to places like Cal, Notre Dame, Oregon, check all these other places out. And, frankly, he didn't see what he needed to see to in terms of – to change his mind. And so, at this point, it's like, hey, let's get this thing started. Well, and I, 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 think, don't, I don't think it's just that. I think Washington was in hot pursuit of some 2019 guys. Now, does that mean that's the only reason he made his decision right now? No. But I think if you're done, if you've seen everything that you wanted to see and you're ready to make your commitment – 
and Washington's going after some other guys, why not Why not make your commitment? Well, let's make this point real clear, too. You talked about him being a good recruiter and a guy that can get out there and be mm-hmm. the face of that, of that 2019 class. It's really important to get the quarterback in the boat to get that thing started. From a perception standpoint, that's really big to the other recruits that see that. I'll tell you one other thing that people may not realize is when you're a quarterback and you're only a junior in high school, I think one of the things that's important to a guy like Dylan Morris he knows the coach is going to be here when he gets mm-hmm. here. You can't say that at Notre Dame. You know, uh, Brian, Brian Kelly, Kelly yeah. is under a lot of fire down there. Uh, Justin Wilcox is going to be a first-year coach. How long is Justin going to be down there with all the problems that they have down there? So there's a lot to be said about the stability of this program, and you know that the coach is going to be here. And, I, and um, you know, I, I think Jonathan Smith is something to keep an eye on. You just never know. That guy could, does have the mind to be a head coach someday. But I think Jonathan Smith is pretty darn happy here as the OC and quarterback coach at the University of Washington and I I think it's going to take a lot for him to leave so like you said Kim he knows Chris Peterson is going to be here for the entirety of his career likely and um, Jonathan Smith is very likely to be here as well They've got two quarterbacks coming in. They've got a quarterback coming in uh, this fall with Jay Kaner. They've got two quarterbacks coming in next year in Jacob Sermon and Colson Yankoff. They've got their 2019 quarterback in Dylan Morris. So we're looking at 2020-21. And I saw a youngster out here today that, you know, if he keeps on progressing, he might be the the next guy down the line. Yeah, Sam Heward, uh, six foot, 150 pounds. You know, I mean, not a lot to talk about him right now because he hasn't really played a game um, at all. But, um, and, you know, I I think that we need to see him grow. But obviously the kid looks really good for only being an eighth grader going into ninth grade. 14 years old. So, yeah, yeah, but it's it's always fun to project way down the road like Mm -hmm. like Todd Marinovich. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, anything else we need to cover, guys? No, I think, uh, you know, we'll have a a full report on Dylan Morris here pretty soon when once I get a hold of him tonight. We can't talk to him when he's on camera campus and everything like that but uh he's pretty excited you could see he was pretty excited uh pete uh, um chris peterson and jonathan smith were both watching his games kind of following him around watching stuff um we'll also have a report on the the top guys that i saw performing today i've made some notes and stuff on some guys that i thought kind of stood out one guy is a guy with a four-star cornerback who uh from just up the road who washington is on and he is flashed i personally think he's the best looking guy i've seen all, all day um, and that includes Jacob Sermon and uh, um, Dylan, Dylan Morris, and that's Kyler Gordon. Right, and we can also talk real quickly. There's an unofficial visitor on campus, yeah. offensive lineman. Yeah, Will Craig from uh, Granite Bay down in Northern California. Okay. He's up. Washington is all over him. They have Nick Harris uh, helping show him around. Scott Huff and Tyler Osborne were both hanging out with him quite a bit. Um, Jake, Jake Browning, who's doing some scorekeeping out here, he's also doing. He was also spending some time with him as well. So they're they're really showing this kid the love. And he and from the beginning, he said, "I want to get up and see Washington." But they're, I'm very high on Washington, and he wanted to really get up and see things. Um, I think that's something to be excited about as Husky fans. I don't think you're going to see a commitment from him today, or even in the next few days. But I think he'll narrow things down, and Washington will make that final list, and I think they'll get an official out of him during the season. 
What's coming up? Uh, two weeks from tomorrow, Husky Camp opens on July 31st Actually, this year. Actually, it's April 1st. August 1st is the first day. The kids all report on the 31st. Yeah, so the 31st. Um, I will be heading down to Pac-12 Media Days. It's right around, like, 24th, 25th, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Also, um, this coming week, uh, just uh, us publishers on Scout, we're, our new site will be released to us. And then a week later, it will be out to the general public. Complete new site redesign. The front page is different. Message boards are different. I think you guys are going to like the new message boards, but uh, like anything that's new, there's going to be a few kinks along the way. We'll do our best to work all that out. That doesn't mean the content is going to change. It may just be in a different place than you're used to. So uh, big changes coming up uh, at dogman.com, and we've got a lot of other stuff going on as well. So uh, be patient with us. Like I said, next uh, you know the next couple of days, we're going to get access to the new site to play around with to make sure everything is running smoothly, and then a week later, we'll uh, release it to all you guys. So, hey, from all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds along with Chris Fetter, Scott Eklund. Go, dogs.